Hello and welcome to Canberra Metalheads. You got Marky Malfus and JDK. And tonight we'll be catching up with Deathbeds and Boris the Blade here on Canberra Metalheads. Skate! Hello and welcome to the show. That was Deathbeds with Marta Complex. Going to have a chance later on to uh, listen to an interview that Jay and myself did at the uh, Boris the Blade gig with um, Deathbeds supporting them. That was a cool show. 
Yeah, man. Look, Boris the Blade last ever Canberra show. Yep. And uh, luckily, also we got a quick um, chat with the guys from Boris the Blade just to close out the um, close out the Canberra show with their um, their final tour. So got to have a five minute chat and talk about the I think some pretty funny. Um, it was a pretty fun little little uh, quick chat with them anyway. Yeah, man. Got him in the got him in the green room, <laughs> surprised it on him, and um, <laughs> jumped out pretty quick. Yeah, man. But anyway, um, any any chance to chat with those guys is always um, a bonus. Any time's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Stab. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so uh, chatting with a few, with the um, the bands from that gig. Uh, also, we chatted a little bit more about Deathbed's new. Um, new single uh biggest sin of all which we'll get into more and have a chance to listen to um after the interview but for now we've got a uh, bit of a hardcore bit of a deathcore bracket here with uh the first track kicking it off with alpha wolf no name here on canberra metalheads Giving a fuck! 
That was Blacklist with They All Look the Same. Before that, we had Kid Presentable with Edge of a Knife. And as you know, at the top, we had Alpha Wolf with No Name. Mm, we all have no names. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. The Faceless. The, those two, there's two tracks in there that are in the um, Made it Into the Homegrown and Heavy yeah, um, Congratulations, playlist. guys. That's pretty massive. Yeah, so Blacklist got in there. Um, that one there is their new single. They all look the same. They also have a music video for that one, um, which they uh, released recently. So go check out the music video as well. But yeah, that's the newest track. And uh, they also played at the uh, Boris the Blade show in Melbourne, the final Melbourne show. So they were yeah, on, how was on that, that bill. Man? Yeah, man, really cool, really cool. If anyone follows the social medias, you would have seen a couple of the uh, streams I did from there. Yeah. That I'm spewing, I missed that one. Yeah, man, I will look at um, one of those things. Made a plan the whole trip to Melbourne. You got kind of make a make a make a little holiday out of it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. see End some bands. That's it, man. But um, yeah, it's sad to see him go, but it's good good that they went out with a bang. Yeah. Um, and as you'll hear in the interview later, they've still got a few more dates left on that, um, including Japan and the last couple Australian dates yeah. and uh, Blacken. Yep, that's right, man. So they got a pretty good rap for their final tour. I think I'm going to Blacken. You going to Blacken? Oh, uh, man, I haven't made plans yet, but it's cool to hear that we'll have someone there. If, if, if yeah, any. I'll be repping. I'm sure that we'll have a few fans there anyway. People tend to get around to uh, all the a- anything music going on. We'll scope it out and get there somehow. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, now we'll uh, listen to a Deathbeds track, and after that we'll be listening to the interview that JDK and myself did with Deathbeds at the basement. So to kick it off, we've got Deathbeds with... I will make it look like murder. Here on Canberra Metalheads. Oh, 
Welcome to the interview section of Canberra Metalheads. You've got Marky Malpas. And JDK. Joined here with the guys from Deathbeds. From left to right, we've got... I'm Kit. I'm the clean singer and also the pianist. Uh, I'm Ben. I play rhythm guitar. I'm David. I'm the vocalist. Excellent. Good to have you guys in on the show. Uh, it's been a long time coming. I've been watching you guys do stuff for um, like as long as we've been doing the show, just about. And um, it's good to finally get you on. I, uh, Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah, we're keen to be here. Yeah, cool. We uh, just decided to grab the um, the live interview options at the basement. It's all kind of handy to uh, be able to catch up here and have a chat to people like on site. You guys have got a gig tonight with um, Boris the Blade. Yeah. Um, we're very keen to play. It's gonna be it's gonna be a pretty mad night. Being Boris's last camera show, I think it's gonna go off. There's gonna be a ton of people here. It'll be great. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Like we've we've, we've like we've played with them before, so it's like sick to play with them again but it's also like no final time yeah i think they were actually they were one of the first like we'd say big bands that we ever played with yeah for sure yeah yeah that's cool and, and like they've been i think nine years since they started so yeah. like they're really established which is you know sad to see them go but this last tour is a cracker like there's heaps of um i mean anyone from the the tour lineup i'd see as a headliner but it's like a full like mm. full bill yeah and a few of them sold out yeah I managed to score tickets for the um, the Friday show in Melbourne as soon as they announced it. So luckily, I got yeah. onto that one because it like sold out really quick. Mm. Yeah, I know a few yeah. people like a few from here bought tickets. 
yep. that one because they announced the um, Canberra one afterwards. That's exactly yeah. what I did, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, any excuse to go down yeah, to Melbourne. Promoters, make sure you announce the Canberra shows yeah. at the same time. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> so often, but I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just happy to, that they've come through Canberra, even though yeah. it wasn't announced straight away, so that's awesome. Seeing them twice is not going to be a problem, yeah. I don't think. <laughs> I'm sure the tour was just by popular demand, but yeah. yeah, everyone was like, you're only playing in Melbourne? <laughs> Let's get them out here. Come on, one last tour. Did you see they got like international to it now yeah, as yeah. well? Like yeah, they added matters. Japan to yeah. it? I think they announced Blacken yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Like, you got to do that though if you're going to. F- I feel like it's good for them to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Overseas fans would be like, oh, cool. Yeah, they broke up. <laughs> Didn't get to hear them like one last time. And like, yeah, yeah. Like it's so th- there's been a few bands coming through. Like we um, interviewed uh, Orpheus Omega, and they um, were just talking about the Japanese tour that Omni and Gathering and um, did as well. So that's like cool that Japan's got like a mad um, getting more and more gigs. Yeah, Japan's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's some mad. Well, I went to Japan, and the metal scene's like it's it's not huge. Yep. But the local medicine is cool. It's very yeah, yeah. intense, I feel like. Everyone, like everyone gets big. into it, hey. Man, oh, I went down, people were moshing so hard. <laughs> Actually, um, a band that used to play here all the time um, from Sydney called Tensions Arise, they went to Sydney and they uh, went to, sorry, went to uh, Japan and they said that um, everyone gets like beer tickets. And yeah, at the we end, got beer tickets. Yeah, yeah. Beer ticket, yeah. And uh, all the all the like fans were just giving the bands extra beer tickets. Like yeah. that was like the biggest thing that they could they could offer. They're like, take as many of these as you as you can. Like the fans were giving them yeah, to the band. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got down the last band at one show, and they, I got like three beer tickets. And there was one band that was like, fuck, I got so many beer tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although like Bruce's relatively cheap over there, from what I hear, yeah, like yeah, compared yeah, to here. Yeah. Buy it at Seven Eleven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that. I, I know. Asahi camps like one dollar sixty five Australian. <laughs> <laughs> Deadly. Dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Turns into a dangerous time real quick. Like public drinking is allowed. Yes. Oh man. Just drink walking down the street. Man. Just on my way to work. It's because no having a great day. Because no one there is an idiot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Most of Europe has the same rules as that. You're allowed to drink. Yep. Um. So anyway, that's the uh, that's like the history of some of the. Um, other gigs around the place. You guys uh, had a gig recently here um, slaves. with Slaves, yeah? Yeah, which was cool. It was like a mixed lineup. Um, that was our first international support, which is that uh, we didn't really think it was going to be Slaves for our first international support because it is a bit of a genre gap. But it is cool playing um, mixed bills because you always do get new fans. Yeah. And it's always nice just to like listen to all the music and be like, oh, cool, yeah. you know what? I actually yeah. do kind of enjoy that. Networking like, slaves are like cool. That. Yeah, the lead singer bagged that camera a lot, but they're <laughs> you know, a tight man. At the end of the day, they're playing here, man. Yeah. That's yeah. what that's and what like, counts. Like a week and I am was on that as well, and they they're really nice guys. Yeah, and we met them before. Funny, funny, tell the funny story. Oh well, I saw them when they opened for Falling Reverse in Sydney, and I bought a hat off them, and mm-hmm. I said, "Let's get it." Was, I was getting yeah. fake. Us, all three of us were there. We yeah, were all, we're all there. Yeah, and yeah. Then, was just speaking to them, uh, just chatting normally. And I was like, yeah, I'm in a band in Canberra. And they're like, oh, if you ever come to Brisbane, hit us up and we'll play a show. They came here. They didn't remember who who we were until David just was like, oh, yeah, our guitarist said you're going to play a gig with us one day. He's like, oh, yeah, now I remember. I guess I actually playing the show. <laughs> it was fake. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't mean it at the time. Wow. <laughs> he was just being nice to Ben. Little did he know. Yeah, right. So, like, um, Dave, I've seen... You, like you I work with you man it's like yeah. crazy then then like to see your band it's really really cool yeah it's cool um, I definitely think that 
unintentionally my band got me the job here. <laughs> yeah. In the long road, you look at heaps of things in life, and it's like so many like we're all friends. Yep. Like, I'm dating my partner yeah. at work here, all because of deathbed. Yeah, because sick. Callum, who also works here from yep. Honest Crooks, yep. he uh, recorded our first EP. Yep. And then ended up, he was working at the bar, kitchen yep. opened, and then we became friends off that. And it's like, oh, you need a barista. Don't even make coffee, really. <laughs> but I go, um, I, now I work there, all because of that. Yeah, and that's, we're all that's right. Because of deathbed. Yeah, like Ben and I have known each other for since high school. Like, um, Awesome. We've been friends for like a really long time, and then when they were like, Oh, well, like, this is, like, something we're kind of interested in doing, like, getting in, like, a female, like, clean singer. Yeah, we're coming up to, like, 10 years. Yeah, coming up now. to, like, 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Too long. Yeah. Uh, when you hit double digits, it's, like, yeah, eye-opening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't meet... I, I was probably the, the first person that was new to come into the band for a while, because the yep. band was pretty stagnant and dead about two years ago. Yeah. And then I met David through a friend who matched with him on Tinder. Who works that's, in the kitchen. Who works in the kitchen. <laughs> that's so, Emily. Circle. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how, I, that's how I got in the band. And then, since then, it's just... It's just gone really well. We've all gotten along really well as friends, and we've definitely we've fed off each other with our, with instrumentality-wise, and we've all kind of just progressed and gotten better with each other. Yeah. Yep. Especially Anthony, yeah. who isn't here right now. Um, we wish he was. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, he could talk gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And smart stuff. Mm. But yeah, people don't realize um, that we've been a band since 2015. Yep. Um, and we didn't get a drummer until three years later. Yeah, right. And then we had our first show. Yeah, yeah. And people were like, that was a really good first show. I was like, yeah, we've been practicing for three years. <laughs> <laughs> we knew our material really well. Yeah. Like, I think I've only been a part of the band for like a couple of months, maybe. And it was just like, oh, we actually finally got our first show. And it, was yeah. it with Hoss? Yeah, Hostel got us. Yeah. Yep. Show, which we're playing with tonight. And the Breach of yeah, Silence. Yeah. yeah. I've uh, like had Hostel on the show and I do co host with Tom every now and then. Yeah. Um, that's cool. So, yeah, that's well, cool. And then Tom's. Um, his cousin, right? Corey. Yeah. Yeah, is uh, Tom's cousin Corey in a night in Texas? Yep. Is recording our album. Yeah, and sick. recorded our single that we released. Awesome. That's that's good. How it goes full circle, man. I love yeah. the guys in a night in Texas. Like I said, anyone in this bill I would see as a headliner, like on on a separate yeah, well, bill. We, yeah. we yeah. open we open for them. That's how we met them, and they came up to us and said, "Yeah, we really liked it." And Corey came up and said, "Well, if you've got future stuff coming up." Hit me up. Yeah, I'll work yeah. with you. Guys. Yeah, yeah. Just DM'd up, like got that DMs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slid into the DMs. DMs. <laughs> you guys want? Yeah, I'll record you guys if you want. Yeah, see, well, that's like. Uh, so I, I interviewed. Um, I think um, with Angus last time um, with the night in Texas, and yeah. yeah, that was um that was cool, man, because it was just like I think the first time that I'd seen him play live was like soon after i interviewed him so like we're just talking about like band stuff and all that stuff and then i see him play live as well obviously they released global slaughter just yeah. before that um and i got the lp and yeah i was just like immersed in that band for a little while just like interviewed and watched him play live then went home and put on the lp <laughs> become i would say probably one of the big staples in like modern deathcore these days like for a band that they don't like I haven't seen like they play a super amount of shows, but they go overseas a lot. Yeah, and they like they come off where, when we played with them the first time. They'd just come off doing a European tour. Yep. Like, yeah, I think with Psychoptic it might have been okay or something like that, and it, it was mad. Like to put a play with a band that had just come off a European tour was such a big thing for us. Yeah, that's yeah, it. and they're like a tight band live. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they sound really good. 
yeah, it's really, really flashy. Like, I just, yeah, it's crazy to think. Like, I couldn't imagine what, like, your guitarist, my co-host, Jay. Jay's my tech guy. So you mentioned before you need someone to talk tech on your side. He's my guy. Like, whenever we're talking tech, I just... uh Stand back and watch the tech. Everyone's yeah, pretty, I just zone out. Everyone's like, pretty tech, good. Like, ben, like, ben, ben knows. Like, I love listening. I just can't yeah. weigh in on it. Ben knows his stuff, and so does Sam, our drummer, and um, yep. like Anthony knows like a fair bit. Yeah. Kit and I know shit all. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're just along for the ride, man. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So um, who's the, who's the newest member of the band? Uh, you, Sam, Sam, Sam our drummer. Yeah. Oh, Whoops. Sam, sorry. I thought that you mentioned that you hadn't been in for very long. Oh, that was when, like, we first started. When yeah, we yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, right. Prior to our first show, Kit yeah. was quite fresh to the band. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And then I got Sam into the band. Yeah, who's uh, Kit's boyfriend. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Met him at work. What a time. I, I really like the um, the dynamic that having clean vocals um, adds to the band, too. So well, that was like, something yeah. that, that when I first came into the band and when I first met David, that was something that we talked about for a long time. We wanted yep. to do something a little bit different i know there are bands that play a lot similar to us and like make them suffer and savior and that that has <laughs> make them suffer and savior and that that have you know female cleans and yeah. piano but i think i think we do something a little bit different with it as well i think we try to we try to we 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 play a little bit heavier but we add a little bit more of like an like a dynamic to it as well I yeah think, with everything. like a, a lot of people we'll get into the, like i guess the album of the single a lot of our people compare, like people compared our latest single, Biggest Interval, um, to Make Them Suffer, which was like a fair comparison because it was very Make Them Suffer-esque. And, but we can't wait to release, we're going to release another single prior to the album dropping. Okay. Um, the album's called Sinner. It's a concept album on the Seven Deadly Sins. People, oh, we're you doing a concept album for your first full release. It's like, because it's cool. Yeah, that was one thing that we talked about early in the process is because we we hadn't even released our EP before we started talking about Sinner. Yep. We'd already had Sinner, the concept and the ideas already mm. planned before we even released Death EP. And I think that's something that, that we do really well is we, we, think, we think a year ahead of yeah. the things that we want to do as a band. Yeah. Besides shows, of course, because yeah. those things just pop up here and there. But yeah. when it comes to like releases and merch and stuff like that, we plan, we try to plan everything as far in advance as we can. So mm -hmm. we have, when that point comes, we're ready to go. We already yeah. have ideas and stuff like planned. Yep. It's yeah. just like, it's way easier to like have a plan moving forward if we already yeah. have those ideas. Like we know where we want to go. We know yeah, the yeah. direction. Yeah. And then when we, when we came to the Sinner idea, we sat down, I think we spent a few hours initially at first, we sat down. Before we had music or anything, we just sat down and wrote exactly what we wanted. Yeah. We put all the kind of sounds and ideas that we wanted per song, what things should feel, how the influences, the, the influences how yeah. the story through the whole concert record was, was going to go. That was all for Anthony because Anthony writes. He wrote all stuff on Death EP uh, besides some of the songs which Ben and I wrote and Anthony added stuff to it. But Sinner has been, besides the lyrics, completely written by Anthony. Yeah. Um, you can see how much, like Hysteria Mag said, oh, it's crazy. They tried to say it in a nice way. They were like, how did you go from that to that? Yeah. I was like, she, she tried to say it like, as in like, how did you go from that shit to this good shit? <laughs> um, but it's just, he just got out of his shell. Like, yep. I feel like any guitarist, can't relate, but any guitarist um, writing when you first start off, you're a little bit scared and you, um, you're also, everything you write, you're like, it sucks. Because with no matter what, like... I think, the, I think the first songs that we wrote a lot for the Death EP was kind of, we just wanted to make some songs we yeah. didn't really yeah. have a clear idea of where we were going or what yeah. we were doing we just yeah. it was like shit let's just write some songs and do this and then as we said yeah we planned we planned this next release so we've really had time to sit down and go mm. this is what we want this is how we want to sound and 
th- I think that's been super beneficial in the long run for us. Coming with maturity, man, and like time. Yeah, hundred percent. Ability evolves, and yeah, and, I, um, I totally get that. And we, I, I'm glad that Anthony took it on, like writing everything, yeah. because it's so much easier than like having six people in a room trying to write a song. And like, like all the like, we got a bunch of demos and stuff before we started recording, and he basically just went away for would would have been about a month just squirreled away and then came back and was like, oh, here's like four or five songs. Here, here you go. And we were like, yeah. these are great. We love these. These are fantastic. <laughs> Let's just go with them. And I find it really hard to write because it's, especially because of the concept album, I find it really hard to write lyrics when I don't have the song itself mm-hmm. because I write my lyrics to the song. Mm-hmm. And um, like, if you write lyrics without a song, it's sort of like poetry, which makes sense. And then um, when the song comes... that into that pattern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the song comes out and it's like, cool. Like, Corey and I recorded... Um, one of the songs, Kit and Anthony saw it happen. Oh. They had both, I uh, sent them all lyrics through um, email. Yep. And um, one of the songs, uh, we were tracking vocals with Corey, and he was like, I don't like this. He's pretty He's pretty good. He has, um, Anthony and I, everyone in the band I feel is hella open. We're not going to be like, this is our way we're going to do it. Even if it sounds bad, it sounded good in our head. Yeah. If he's like, if anyone who we're recording with is like, oh, let's try this. We're going to try it. Yeah. Like, and yeah, like one of the songs that we have that we think personally, we haven't released it yet, that we think is one of the strongest hits on the album. We had a first demo of it and we were like, no, this is shit. We don't like it. And yeah. we said well, that. We didn't say it was shit. Well, we didn't say it was shit. We were just like, it was more like, we like, we like this, this and this. We don't like this stuff. And then yeah. Anthony went away and he was like, okay, cool. It gives me a little bit more of a focus to run mm-hmm. on. And we put it together, and then now we—I honestly think it's probably one of our strongest yeah. songs. Yeah, it's a mad song, but yeah. that is the song we're talking about. Yeah. Is it? Oh no, it's not. Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was one of the songs I was tracking vocals, and Corey was like, "No, nah, I just do this, do this," and I was cutting lyrics here and there, and then I tried to not lose the meaning. It still all makes sense to the concept, but it's like it just shows like how we're pretty open. With, we're not going to be like set yeah. in stone and stuff like that. Yeah, like while he was like, "I'm trying to record clean vocals," and like was struggling. Turns out, it sick makes sense uh but you know i was like you know i'm asking everyone like what do you think i can change like what can i do better and it's all about like sometimes like your technician you've got to take that feedback because like at the end of the day they were the ones mixing and listening to your thing they're like an outsider opinion you've got to take that on board yeah yeah and that was we i think we've had a pretty good run and and work with Corey on the record because he's been super honest with us and he's been almost a super collaborative effort as well it's not just basically been like all right cool we're gonna record the songs and do this he goes well how about we change stuff like this or how about we do things diff- a little bit differently yeah, like and add it, some lyrics and add stuff. some lyrics and yeah. maybe change a, yeah. a little bit of a riff here and there and it's been super helpful because it's yeah. made it just such more of a collaborative effort yeah he's done a, he's done a, he's like yeah he's done a mad job you can tell he's you can he's done a mad job you can tell he's like not just doing it for like a quick buck yeah. he, he's into it yeah he's like sharing your vision and um, going back on what I started everything with saying um, people are comparing us to um, Make Them Suffer um, with that first song we can't wait for people to hear the whole album because every song sounds different Yeah. because um, it's they're supposed to represent uh, scenes yeah different scenes. So each, when we gave Anthony we were like this is the scene this is like sort of like heaps of descriptions of the um, references and stuff and mm-hmm. each song just, it's like it's own genre hey yep. and um also, we also uh, not only Corey has been working on it with us. Also, um, I don't know if you know Miss uh, Mystic, 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 Mystic. She's gonna hate me for saying that <laughs> wrong. Uh, she she did the orchestrals. Yep. Um, for our album, she's done an amazing job. And the piano. And the piano. I yeah. can't write piano. Yeah. Not Kit Kit can um, play anything. <laughs> anything. Can I? Can I? <laughs> 
close to anything, but uh, when you first, because Kit didn't actually know how to play piano. No, I've only been learning Pro- like a yeah. year. Carol's yeah, Carol's been, um, Carol. Kit's been getting um, piano lessons for about a year now. Oh, just under. Just yeah. under a year. And um, so we got Ursula to write the piano for us, and it sounds amazing. Yeah, could never, like, I just can't compose, like, that comes with experience and practice of any instrument. Um, and, and yeah, I just, um, like, it was nice to finally, like, she has this just such wealth of knowledge and just being able to be like, oh my god, this is like so good and it's such an enjoying, it, it, like it's so, in, yeah, it's just fun to play. Yep. And that's like also really cool. Like a lot of the songs I find, we all get into it because they are really fun to play. Which, I don't know, like some of the songs from like our EP, I'm like really, like, and I, and I, I also didn't do a lot in that album just because. No, it's hard adding piano once. It's hard adding piano once the, um, once the song's already made yeah. and they're written to not have piano in them. Yeah, yeah. And you try to add piano to add the song, it. it's just like, mm, this is sort of hard. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the approach we took to writing these songs is like, we just want to write something that w- that we would enjoy and that we would have fun with. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's no point, I don't think we, any of us would see the point in writing a song that you don't enjoy. So yeah. we, we, we just took the approach of these things that we really like and this is what we enjoy. And like, we play, we play, we played a few of the new songs live and we just, every time we play them, we're like, these are really fun to play. We really enjoy them. Yeah. No, they're sick. Yeah, cool. Um, um so, sorry, go, go ahead. I, I was going to wrap up with um with, with um the like album and single sort of yeah. thing, but if you had anything no, more to add. I was, was doing the exact same thing I was about to say. The album got delayed a little bit. We wanted to get it out mid-year, um, but it's probably because we're still going to get artwork made. We wanted we wanted to be because it's our first full release. It's a concept. We wanted to look really nice as long as sound nice. Um, so we're hoping like end of the year with another single coming out probably late July. Yep. And then the album coming out possibly September. Excellent. Um, followed by a tour. And merch. And merch. We, we have merch. no merch. We have beanies. We have beanies. Sick Everyone beanies. comes to our show and they're like, "Yo, where are your shirts? Where are your hoodies?" We just got beans. They're on back order. <laughs> <laughs> we spend well, a lot of money. We feel that we want to push out music compared to it. They have a couple cool songs, but they've got heaps of mad shirts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'd rather have like a It's good, good yeah. to be able to back it up, man. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, um, if you build the following of music, then like obviously the merch will um, sell as well. Yeah, yeah. no yeah. One, no, yeah. We, no one's going to buy your stuff if you don't, if they don't like you. That's what I think. <laughs> that's why I personally, yeah, I think that that's how a lot you'll of people on, feel. You'll yeah. only make sales of people that forgot to bring a hoodie. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've all done that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had I, some I, sick merch just because I thought it looked really good and like didn't like actually enjoy the band that much. much just be like, yeah, you know yeah, what, yeah. that shirt? I'll wear that. Like, yeah. No, I'm, I mean, I'm in, I'm about that. I, I know what, I know what that's like. I, I will. I'm at the point now where I need to start, like, being more conscious about how much merch I have at home before I buy more. Because yeah. you just realise that, oh, that's right. I, I have way too many shirts and not enough time to wear all of them to everything. Yeah. The thing is, you wear those shirts, you wash them. And then you pick out the same shirts. Yeah, and exactly. And the other shirts are still just at the bottom. And you're like, hmm, I'll get to them one day. <laughs> I got the opposite problem, man. I got big boy problems. So when I come to your merch desk, I just get turned away. <laughs> <laughs> I can only wear my own merch. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh, sucks. man. At least your band has merch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All right, well, uh, that's that's like a summary on the album that's um, hopefully going to come out towards the end of this year and yeah. also a wrap-up on the single that was just... Yeah, we can say single is biggest in of all. It's on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. It's also we- on the Spotify... 
it's, we, uh, it's, we've, we've just got to, had it put on uh, Homegrown and Heavy, which okay. is the Spotify curated playlist as well, which was... Yeah. Is, Congratulations on that, guys. Yes, thank, thank you very much. That's pretty big. Did we tell people that? And they're like, that's all right, but then... There's some big dogs yeah, on that Yeah, there's playlist. like Alpha Wolf and stuff. Yeah, and we're, like, we're, right be- we're right below No Name by Alpha Wolf. And it's like, I feel like this is a good spot because after that song finishes, it's going to skip straight to us. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah, good, free players. And um, <laughs> it's also, we have a lyric video on YouTube made by Scott Rudd, who does amazing lyric videos. Yeah, he's done some for Texas and yeah. that as well. He's Excellent. Done, like, crazy, he's done heaps. Yes, mm. there you go. See, he does an amazing <laughs> he does, job. He does a good job. Funny yeah. fact, though, I spelt one of the lyrics wrong. Uh, and we just put it out a day late. That's an inside fact. You oh, know, yeah. What, yeah. The whole song was normal, and then at the end, it was like, biggest sing of all. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I messaged him, and he was like, I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. It's supposed to be biggest sin of all. And he was like, I've already rendered this. Now I have to edit it and re-render the like, whole yeah, thing. He was like, yeah, no worries, man. It's going to be ready in eight to ten hours. Like, <laughs> no worries. Put it out a day later. Yeah. Cool man. All right. Well, there's the there's the hype on the um the album and the single, which yep. we'll play after this um interview. So if you want to announce the the next track, then um, we are to play it in the show. So we've got Deathbeds with the new single, biggest sin of all, here on Canberra Metalheads. Hi, I'm Dave from Deathbeds, and you're listening to Canberra Metalheads. <laughs>
That was Biggest Sin of All by Deathbeds, their new single. And before that, we had the interview with um, Deathbeds at the basement. Got to hear a little bit more about the recording of that and also the lyric video for Biggest Sin of All. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah, good to hear. And also, as you mentioned, uh, as they mentioned in the interview, um, they also got a um, track in um, Homegrown and Heavy, which is um, where we had two tracks at the start of the show. So good to hear that uh, there's some local bands and, you know, bands that we've had on the show before actually getting into that playlist, getting doing the rounds. Yeah, man. Hopefully they pick up some more. That's it. Well, like we said in the interview, they've got a... Um, they're recording an album which hopefully they're hoping to be out by the end of the year so you know there's some more opportunity there for them to get get some more plays and get around um get around the uh, australian scene yes the touring circuit that's it um and also hopefully get some more merch which uh i think they're excited to do as well yeah yeah um but as we mentioned for merch oh man Merch is where it's at. I love. I've nearly gotten to the point now where I don't need to wear anything else aside from band merch. <laughs> um, I'm still. I'm still stuck in that. I'm. I'm too big to buy most merch, so I've got to like get in on the pre-order. Yeah, yeah. And get me some forex. <laughs> That's it, man. It's like <laughs> not the beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that you can like um, do pre-orders and get get your name down for stuff though, because I remember not that long ago it wasn't very common. Yeah, I've I've noticed a lot of people are accommodating when it's in the pre-order phase. Yeah, yeah. Just just make sure that you do your screen prints in a bigger size for plus men's clothes, please, because I hate wearing a small print on a giant shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's it. Um, but as we mentioned at the start of the show, we got a quick little um, chat in with the guys from Boris the Blade. So we'll be listening now to um, Boris the Blade track, and after which we're going to have a five-minute chat with the boys from Boris the Blade. So kicking off the in- the next interview section, we've got Boris the Blade with... Warpath. Here on Canberra Metalheads. Skate.
Welcome to the interview section of Canberra Metalhead. She got Marky Malpas and JDK. Join here with the guys from Boris the Blade. You. Hello. Hi. Um, <laughs> let's see if we can do it one at a time. Uh, say your name and your position in the band. I'm Carl. I'm drummer. Cool. Kobe, bass player. Tick. Sharpie vocals. Josh, guitar. Brad, riff robot. Yes, oh, There we go. We can't play riffs. <laughs> we can't play the riffs. Oh, no. Dude, we've, we've had some good announcements. I think when we interviewed a band a couple of weeks ago, had the uh, bass guitarist say as a saxophone player. Yeah, can we do that again? <laughs> I don't want to say. Yeah, all right, let's do the, the funny one yeah, now. Go, Tell go us again. your dream instrument. Yep. Kobe, the uh, tennis player from Wondong. Champion. Champion. <laughs> Sharpie, banjo player. Uh, Carl, NT uh, champion gymnast. With a ribbon? Blue Brad the riff robot with my Fuck off shit's with still loading. <laughs> I'm still Josh and I still play guitar. Sick man. Josh is playing play his, is already playing his um, dream instrument. Already living the dream. Sick, oh, man. Oh, fuck, I should have said skin flute. Josh uh, skin flute. Try on bazooki. Man, it's good to have you guys here. This is part of the final tour after nine years, man. Um, seeing, seeing the uh, last time you're going to play in Canberra. Correct. Brings a tear to the eye, man. We had, had you on like early on in the show, so it's good to close it out now and be able to chat to you on the last tour. Yeah, definitely. Um, you guys have yeah, been a massive part of the early start of the show. I think you're the first big band that we ever had, so um, that that's cool. a big part of yeah. Canberra Metalheads, man. Thanks for having us. Yeah, cheers yeah. for having us back. Yeah, sick. No, but um, yeah. Anyway, so it's a big part of the show, and thanks for coming along. And um, I've got tickets already to the final uh, Melbourne show on the Friday. At yes. Everyone come out to the final tour. Yep. There's about eight shows left, so come check us out. Yeah, sick. Black and Northern Territory as well. Yeah. Yeah, sick. That's. And Japan. You guys have got Japan as well. That. Japan, man. All right, sweet. Yeah, Mel, I'm with the Friday one. <laughs> the Friday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I got a buddy that moved to um to Japan. Just no, I got a buddy that moved to Japan and started um. No, dude, moved to Japan and just. Carl, sorry to cut you off. Carl just wants to offer a dad joke. Um, if if you're Australian before you go to the bathroom, and you're Australian when you come out of the bathroom, what are you while you're in the bathroom? What? European. <laughs> Please cut that out. Please cut that out. Edit that out. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, but like I said, I got a buddy that went to Japan. Now he runs those Mario Kart tours. So, <laughs> hook us up. <laughs> yeah, he is actually. Yeah, dude, just crazy. Like, he fully learned Japanese and everything before he went over, and uh, helped him get a job. So that'd be cool, man. You'd be able to go over there and check all that out. Um, but yeah, it's good to see that the tour extended all the way to um, to Japan. Cool. Um, is there um, any like um, anything you want to hype aside from the, the, the tour and the Japan tour any other things that you got to say that you need to bring up just think come hang out with us for one last time yeah it's going to be um, what's your last ever show in Australia uh, just ever in the tour uh, last ever show is in Japan so we finished the Australian tour 
that wraps up our last ever show in Australia. Wraps up at Blackenfest. Yep. At um in Alice Springs, and then the last show we will play will be somewhere in Japan. Cool. That yeah, that's right, man. It's and the last one ever in Australia is the Melbourne show on the Friday. Is that right? No, no. The last ever one is um. Northern Territory. Oh, right. Yeah, at, the Black and, yep. and Alice. And, and when was that announced? Because that was like after, wasn't it? Yeah, we, we announced it. We, <laughs> we announced it uh, with the tour. Yeah. Yeah, sick. Yeah, that, that, should be, um, that should be a good show. A lot, lot of beers. I mean, you're in the desert with five fucking thousand metalheads, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, sick, man. Yeah. No, it'd be, be a good way to close it all out. Yeah, definitely. Um, looking forward to, you know, although, like I said before, when uh, the previous band, like, it's a shame that you guys are calling it a day, but at the same time, it's good that the final tour is coming through Canberra and, like, it's got a lot of um, a lot of people on it. Yeah, absolutely. We, You know, we wanted to go as many places as we could. Yep. Um, you know, people, unfortunately, it has, doesn't go to everyone's home state and town and whatever else, but we, we did try. Um, sometimes things just aren't viable and don't work out. Yep. It doesn't mean that we don't want to play for everyone one last time. Oh, well, I'm excited to see you guys, um, what I can tonight, and which I don't catch. I'll get you down in Melbourne on the f- on the uh, the show down there. Yep. We'll wrap it up with that. Thanks for um, coming and joining on the show. And our final sign-off. Um, yeah, th- cheers for being on the show. And Thank you. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, get it up before the end of the tour, and hopefully everybody comes out to the final ones. Cool. Legends. All Thank right. you very much.
That was Boris the Blade with Backstabber. Yeah, well, I'm all out of skeets after that one. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Backstabber's a um, nice, heavy track. It's good to see him play that one live. Um, both tracks that we played on the show today with Warpath and Backstabber are really popular with their uh, audience members as well. I love to see Sharpie drop the mic down and you have someone in the front row that can just sing it word for word. Yeah, man. Anthems. Oh man, and the man themes. Got some diehard fans in there, and I uh, really like that. It's good to see them play, and uh, they also played with Alpha Wolf, who we had at the start of the show. And um, man, the um, mosh pit for a lot of those bands is um, is yeah, some next level. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Dissing on all crowd killers. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. You wait. <laughs> I'll see you in the pit. We got um our gig guide coming up now, so we're going into the uh, Canberra Metalheads gig guide. Kiggity, kiggity. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for the gig guide. Canberra Metalheads gig guide. Giggity. Um, at the basement. Ooh. Black Venom. Nylon. Arcane. Monolith. And Heathen Spawn. On the 25th of May at Transit Bar, we've got... Zeolite. Arteries, Xenobiotic, Inhuman Remnants, and Hostel. That one there um, is also on the same night as the 25th of May at the basement. We've also got the 90s Music Festival as well. So that one there's so got two gigs in one night, um, all uh, all picking up in Canberra. And we're getting more and more gigs to choose from, which is rad. On the 1st of June, we got the uh, South Coast Metalheads Presents Heathenfest 3. On the bill, we've got Hobbs Angel of Death, Somnium Nox, Bastardizer, Gorgoffin Remains, Black Mountain, Old, Unholy Vendetta, Beast Impaler, and Cucklord. So that one's a massive bill there, all down at Maria Waterfront on the 1st of June. On the 12th of June, we have Make Them Suffer, After the Burial, uh, Saviour, and Gravemind. On the 20th of June... At the basement, we've got Rings of Satin. Uh, those guys are re- really cool to have those guys come through Canberra. Rings of Satin, big band. Yeah, uh, I've dug them for years, man. It's going to be sick. Yeah, man. Actually, I remember um, some of the early days of, of some IR stuff. Moshman came around to give me a shirt, and I was listening to Rings of Satin so loud, I barely hear him, hear him knocking on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, uh, then on the 25th of June... Another big um, big show at the basement with Born of Cyrus. And Chelsea Grin. Yeah, that's going to be sick too, dude. I've, I've played with both those bands before. Excellent show. Um, excellent musos. Um, yeah. C- can't say much more, man. Those guys kick it. Yeah, every man. Time. Dude, I remember when I first started like getting into metal, I seen a dude wearing a Chelsea Grin shirt. I'm just like, oh, what's that band, man? Tells me, and I went home, looked it up, and that was like... You know, when obviously when I was first starting to listen to metal, now they're playing in my own town. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I I got to play with both of both of those uh, guys uh, not last year, the year before, and yeah, got got to meet uh, the dudes from Born of Osiris pretty pretty close. Um, yeah, super nice dudes, super awesome team. It's good to see. Radman. Um, and then on the twenty sixth of June at the basement, Hardline Media presents Girl School. 
Venom Inc. and Raven. Yeah, Venom Inc. is back, and it's going to bring the Satan together again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that, that's right. The Venom Inc. dude's coming back again. Like, they did a good show before, so it's good to be able to catch them again. Yeah, man. On the so moving now into August on the twenty third at the basement announced already we've got Devil Driver and All That Remains, two massive bands tearing up the basement. Um, yeah, massive, massive. Yeah, another massive good score for the basement. Now we're going into the international section. So moving Ooh. on, moving now into the internationals, we've got yeah massive one announced by Soundworks Touring, Dark Funeral, Immolation, The Mighty Abramelin. Christ Dismembered and Reaper on the 6th of September in Sydney at the Crowbar and on the 7th of September at Melbourne Max Watts. That, that's going to be a ripper, man. Yeah, that's right. That's um, I, I like how, how they hype their announcements the day before. Everyone gets keen. Like I always follow the, them for the next day. <laughs> um, and that's how that one came about. Yeah, sick. Um, and then another one in... Um, a June July tour, which is um, surrounded, um, it goes through New Zealand right over to Australia. Um, the guys from Witch Skull are touring um, with Beast Wars, so we've had the guys from Witch Skull in on the show before, and uh, now they're they're touring, um, you know, touring doing the Australian and New Zealand tour with uh, Beast Wars on the twenty eighth of June, Wellington, twenty uh, ninth of June, Auckland. Fifth uh, of July oh, yeah, yeah. in Christchurch, sixth of July in Dunedin, and eleventh of July in Sydney Crowbar, twelfth of July in Melbourne at the Etsby, and thirteenth of July in Brisbane at Dead of Winter Festival without Witch Skull. But get to Dead of Winter Festival; it's massive. Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, they get get around, get the um, catch some cool bands. Yeah, yeah. Pretty keen for Black and Open Air as well this year. It's going to be sick. Yeah, man. Um, and I also seen Shredfest is coming up as well. So there's Just a couple. on the international big festivals that are starting to pop up. Sick. Yeah, it's man. Good to see metal in Australia is alive and well. That's right. That's how it sort of uh, goes about. There's a couple little hypes for um, for upcoming festivals at the end of the um, the international gig fest. So uh, yeah, that closes out the um, the gig guide. But remember, if you have any other gigs that you uh, want us to share on the show, make sure you send them through to us. at um, We're on CanberraMetalheads at gmail.com and also available on Facebook and Instagram under Canberra Metalheads. Ski! That was the Canberra Metalheads gig guide. Um, make sure you go out and check out those shows. And if you can get pre-orders in, make sure you do that as well. Ooh. Um, moving on now into a... We've got a new track coming up with... Um, Thy Art is Murder. Premiere. Well, not exclusive, but you yeah. <laughs> know. It's always good to get out the new ones, man. We, yeah, um, man. I love Thy Art. I've already been listening to this one this week in the lead up to the show. So here is Thy Art is Murder with Human Target here on Canberra Metalheads. <laughs>
That was Make Them Suffer with 27. And before that, we had Carnifex with Light to My Face. And as you know, at the top, we had Thy Artist Murder with Human Target. That one there is, um, as I mentioned... That's the heavy the heavy deathcore bracket. That's it, man. But uh, unfortunately, that's all we got time for in this week's episode. Thought we'd leave the Brutalist to last. Closing out episode 53... Um, you've been listening to Marky Malpas and Jay Decay.
um, and you uh, make sure you follow us on our social media. We got Canberra Metalheads on both Facebook and Instagram. We also have a online website where you can purchase our merch conjoined with South Coast Metalheads. It's under the one banner with Metalheads Ltd on Big Cartel. We mentioned we were getting heavier and heavier. Now we're going to close out the show with a finale, Hollow Prophet. Infernal cleansing. And conjuring of impurity. You've been listening to Marky Malpas. And JDK. And until next time, keep it metal. Stay brutal. Yeah!